You're about to listen to a true story told live because this is True Stories Live. Brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. Welcome him to our stage. Please welcome David Shenton. It's a tough one to follow, isn't it? Okay, I'm David Shenton and I'm a queer cartoonist and I've been a queer cartoonist since 1978. Being a queer cartoonist is quite lonely sometimes because you have to sit in your garret and draw stuff and not speak to anybody. So every week I volunteered, usually with a group of people, and I was at London Zoo, and when I left, when I left Norwich in 1990, I went to volunteer in London Zoo. And I did that for 15 years. And by the time I'd uh, volunteered every Sunday for the last few years I became a real zookeeper and got paid for it and um, I was volunteering in the bug house with the spiders and the scorpions and things like that that was my favorite because if you're only volunteering one day a week you don't want to spend that one day just shoveling and insects have much smaller poo than <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's that's what happened so uh, this is called All Together Now, and um, I'd like to address that by some kind of audience participation at the end of my story. So at the end of my story, I'd like you to let out the greatest sigh of relief you can come. <laughs> so when I say All Together Now, can you just go, oh, oh, or louder than that, can you have a go? All Together Now. Oh. That'll do, won't it? Yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Right. Because I was a full-time zookeeper then, um, I also got shifted to other areas if there were staff absences. And my story um, starts at that point. It, somebody was absent in the nocturnal house, and so I had to go and clean out the animals. And that kind of is a difficult thing because it's in the dark. And um, I had a volunteer of my own then, this really old lady called Hilda. And uh, she kind of looked after me and carried the buckets and things like that. And I was in with the pottos. And pottos are a kind of African loris-like creature. And uh, they live in the treetops. They don't hardly come down to the ground. But when they do, they wee everywhere because <laughs> they can find their own way home. By so, so they wee a lot. Their, their enclosures actually pong. They're really bad. Um, but to get into the... the Potto enclosure, the doors are kind of here, and you have to go up these metal stairs, you know, there are sort of gratings in the wall. And it's easy to get in, but it's really difficult to get out, especially when you've got buckets, and, and only one red light to get out. So I'm there, and I'm coming out, and I said to Hilda, could you make sure my foot is on, on the kind of staple, the metal staple? And she said, oh, yeah, your foot's on that. Of course it wasn't. So I went <laughs> outside this cage, enclosure, I'm not supposed to say cage, enclosure, and he smacked my back against the far wall, and I clump right down onto the floor. 
And I knew what I'd done. I'd actually bent my coccyx inwards. Um, here's something you might not know. Coccyx is a, a, a Greek word, and it comes from, because that bone looks like a bird's head, it's the word, Greek word for cuckoo. There you are, is that? <laughs> Just check that that's right. Yes, that's right. <laughs> okay, so I went, I couldn't, I knew it, I knew it had done something bad because I couldn't cycle home, I couldn't sit on my bicycle seat, and I couldn't, I couldn't actually sit down on the bus. And so I went home, I, I, I stood on the bus and get, I went home. And then I went to the doctors, and um, I told him the story. I told him about potos. I told him about no nocturnal house. I told him that the coccyx was, you know, the Greek word for cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he said to me, he said, uh, how old are you, Mr. Shenton? And I said, well, I'm 60-odd. He said, okay, and you're gay. Mm, and um, he said, you've got a bladder infection, but you're gay. Have you been putting anything up your bottom? <laughs> And I said, um, well, how far do you want me to go back? <laughs> but it's... <laughs> but it's... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> just take my notes. Anyway, the, Tom, he didn't actually believe my story. So he gave me something of the bladder infection. Then he said, well, man, at your age, I think it sounds like you've probably got an enlarged prostate and probably prostate cancer. And I'm saying, no, but the nerves are out the cage. So he said, OK, trousers off, let's have a poke round. So there he's poking around. I can feel a lump. And I said, yeah, that's, my, that's probably my coccyx there. And he said, no, I'm going to have to send you to the, um, to the hospital, the Hamilton Hospital. And so I had to go. And they, and they said they, there they could find out what's wrong with you by something called a cytourethroscopy, which means having a thin tube with a light and camera put into your penis, and then they can look through the, the other way around. So I thought, well, I suppose I'd better do that. So I did that. <laughs> So there I am in the Homerton Hospital with a tube up my penis, and there's this nice doctor, and she's very nice, and she, and, and I'm just, and then she's got Radio 2 on. And, and Radio 2 just tells me there and then that Jean Pitney has just died. And so the, the lady doctor's there is watching this journey through, through my urinary tract when she starts to sing she sings dearest darling I have to write to say that I won't be home anymore and I'm going oh god <laughs> but then she said nope 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 I said no what she said I can't see anything wrong I said that's because you're looking for the wrong thing Anyway, she said, "Just take this back. Just take your file back to the um, back to the, back to the registrar, and uh, he and she gave me a prescription, some bum cream." <laughs> <laughs> I 
So I'm going back to the registrar, and he's called Brandon. It says Brandon on his coat. And, 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 and Brandon looks at my register. Gay, eh? Have you been pushing things up your bottom? <laughs> I said, no. I've been so... I, how far do you want me to go back? <laughs> Um, but then he said, oh, with a lifestyle like yours, you need to take home some safer sex leaflets. I've been doing, I've been doing leaflets for the health authority since 1985. I don't need Brandon to tell me what safer sex is, you know. So, anyway. But I got so angry with Brandon because he shouldn't have been reading my notes. And, um, uh, but, and so I'm still angry about that. And I thought, well... Near the LA, there's a pub in, in Old Street. Next door, but one to that, there's, a, there's an osteopath. And it, you can tell it's an osteopath because it's got this huge spine fastened to the outside of the building. Have you seen it? It's huge, huge. I thought, I'll just go in there and um, see if he can do it. And so I, I, I caught the bus and, and went to this osteopath. And he said, oh, the coccyx man is in Enfield. So um, he said he's the best. Mr. G, he said, I'll give him a ring. Oh, yeah, Mr. G can see you at four o'clock. So I, down to Liverpool Street, on the train to Enfield, I met Mr. G, and he said, you must be in agony. I am in so in agony. He said, well, let's see what we can do. We're nearly there. Okay. <laughs> so pants off. I'm just going to see it. He went, click. All together now. Oh! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> David Shenton! What a pleasure. True Stories Live is a story show and story finding project brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. For more information about all of the work that we do, head to our website truestorieslive.co.uk.